But yeah, and uh, they've been fighting and they're oppressed. People in Puerto Rico are very oppressed. And they've been fighting for independence and freedom and all that kind of stuff. And in 1968, Ralph Featherstone. That's right. In 1968, Ralph Featherstone and myself and hmm. Elta Manor. Uh, you know, you know, Carlos, Elton Mann and, and uh, 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 Freddie Green, and we yeah. went to uh, New Mexico, and mm. when New Mexico, them brothers out there, Tiarina, Tiarina, right? They took guns and took over part of New Mexico, and they were liberating Mexico, and when That's they were correct. liberating Mexico, uh, they took land. And when they took over all this land, the FBI and the army went just like they do in Palestine today. They went out there, and one of the things they did was got Tiarina's mama and took her up in an airplane and had a big loud microphone. They was out there in the in the in the jungle, or whatever you call it. And when they was in the, out there in the jungle, had the guerrilla groups out there. They had his mama up in the helicopter saying, "If you don't, uh, if y'all don't surrender." We're going to throw his mama out this uh, hell of a cop. That was the FBI did and whatever. But uh, during that time they were fighting, uh, Snick sent uh, a delegation out there, and I was in that delegation. And we went out there and we formed a pact with Tiarina and all the Indian movements to uh, be part of the uh, our movement. And from that day on, Tiarina joined in with Martin Luther King and joined in with all the demonstrations that we would do. And we would always have the native people, uh, what do you call them, Chicanos or whatever you call them. Chicanos, yeah, they call Chicanos, Indians and whatever we call them. We all marched together and saw that our fight is won and we made it clear. We made it clear and that we made it sure that our movement was won. We did a clear study of the Native movement, looked at the crimes and that they did to these people. We also looked at the great kingdoms that they had built all down in Mexico and all down through there in terms of uh, 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 civilization, pyramids, and just great kingdoms. And they were Aztecs and Maya and Incas and all that kind of great history. And that when at some point when we was here, uh, they put us on out here in these slaves. And the only way we could escape is go to the Indian reservation. And we lived among them, same people. We married, have babies. And we became uh, 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 the so-called Indian. We became, uh, what them brother walked from Florida? The Seminole. Yeah, Seminole. Seminole. When they fought the Seminoles, it was more African Seminoles than it was the uh, the original Seminoles. Yeah. I agree. I agree. We escaped to them thing, and when we fought, when the Seminoles fought, the United States realized they were fighting a war with Africans. And that's when they walked <laughs> from uh, Florida to Oklahoma. But yeah, so our movement is one. Our movement is struggle. And that's what John Fidel and all people in Central and South America and all of them. We I just left Nicaragua. Matter of fact, I fought in Nicaragua with uh, Sandinistas down there. I uh, helped El Salvador, Guatemala. And uh, I was just in Nicaragua a couple, about a month ago. And we went in different areas where we fought at and we liberated that territory. Got a lot to help Nicaragua. And they give everybody education, medicine, and all that. But they have fought a war against the United States for almost 50 years. Mm -hmm. And right yeah. now, they got their hand in liberation. And, and we just left Venice, uh, 
Venezuela and Venezuela is liberating that Hugo Chavez and 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 the President Duru down there. They got that and that uh, there are many other liberation movements throughout that area, and they definitely whooping and fighting against the United States imperialists. So yes, the native people, the Indian people, the the Chicanos and all that, we are one. And that's why we have to go out there and teach them brothers their great African history and let all them Chicano brothers know in them big cities, in them jails, that we family. And when we come that's... together family, we burn them prison down, we get out yeah. of there. Yeah. <laughs> and like in Cuba, they had Cuba in the jail right here down the street from where I live. Mm-hmm. They had Cuba in the federal prison here. The Cuban mm-hmm. burned yeah, it down. At the land of burned it down. I was mm-hmm. I went out there to watch it burn. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I just want to ask a, some uh, my last question. You know, uh, and they kind of quick, and you know, and, and you you probably okay. answer them right, right quick. Uh, do you have any books coming out with the history that you're telling us? Have you did the books? And, Everybody uh, I know have cussed me out because I ain't really no write no books. I. <laughs> We helped a lot of people write books and all that kind of stuff. I I got a thousand different videos out here and all that, but I definitely, and somebody else wrote books on me, but I definitely ain't wrote no books. Oh, okay. So maybe something you could work on. So I, I wish I had a tape recorder. I, I got one because I got a telephone. I wish I had <laughs> all the different talks I'd be making in the alleys and streets. I go to the... Uh, a nightclub every night and talk to them about the revolution, try to educate that group. I go to colleges, universities, brothers on the street, sisters on the street, and whatever, explain the revolution to them. So the revolution is, if we're putting it out there, but we need, I guess, little Carlos and our children to come and write the books and tell the story. Mm-hmm. We can I tell the that story, that's and that's why we got I, our young people, they can write They can write the books. Well, Carlos can write own book. <laughs> I think that this is true what he said that that our seeds our children will have to write the books about us because a lot of us are have been in the struggle and continue to struggle and continue to to speak for the human dignity of anti-colonialism and anti-imperialism and I think that this is what we have to honor instead of this uh uh, like the song that came out of the 60s in a world of fantasy by the five stairs. <laughs> that who? By the five stairs steps, you know, in a world oh, yeah, of yeah, fantasy. Yeah, 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 I remember that. <laughs> you, you remember that. You talked a lot about uh, organizing and organization, and I think Kwame Ture talked a lot about that too. What I want to ask you is, is possible we could come back some other time and let that be a topic. We'd like to get information about how we go about organize how young people could do the organizing and get that lesson that y'all got from the 60s and 70s and whatever. Absolutely. And also, there's an SNCC website. It's the SNCC website. It's, I, forgot, uh, I forgot what it's called, but you can go to the SNCC website and it'll come up. Mm-hmm. And they got all that history and different Le- legacy projects. Yeah, I got a girl from Tougaloo College, mm-hmm. and every time I say something, don't remember, she stick her head in the door. Snick Legacy Project. Snick Legacy Project. And you go on there, there's a lot of information about the movement and different people and all that. And you'll see that Snick was not made up of one person or two people, but it was made up of many. 
and you bought and, and, and Snick was able to explore what you had in you and what your abilities are and help bring out abilities and training. And Jim Foreman probably was the best trainer in the world, him and Ruby him and Ruby Dyers and whatever. But we and but our many organizers went many different ways and participated in different education and organization. And it was Snick that burnt, helped burn down these college campuses demanding black studies and made them put some Africa in these schools, the black schools and the white ones, put some Africans in there. And we also influenced, uh, we had a campus travels program. We went on them campuses and had them on fire and then told them students to go up there and organize black student unions and, and, and African student unions. And they did that. And now we say want to learn something about black people, African people. And that's how all these African studies came by. Cause someplace they picked up guns like Cornell, they picked up machine machine guns and demanded black studies up there. And someplace they burnt down administration bills that all them schools gonna catch on fire if they didn't put African studies in them. And we forced them to do it. That's why they're trying to get it out now, uh, the little bit that's in there, because the little bit that's in there, we forced in there. Uh -huh. And now they're trying to clean it up and make it white again. But we're gonna keep fighting and, and uh, whatever. But then again, white folks or the United States government can't take black history or African history out of these little schools because they never been in there no way. Right.